Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You, or if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ, so let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. And hello and welcome back again. Thank you for uh, tuning in for another podcast. Uh, Remember, this is previously recorded, um, and um, I just wanted to talk to you real quick before we start the the podcast about what we're going to be talking about tonight. First John chapter 4, Try the Spirits. And uh, we're going to talk about a a few things uh, tonight. It's a little bit longer of a podcast, but I pray that you listen to the entire thing as we learn about who dwells in us we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Thank you again for joining me. And hello, and welcome back to Let This Mind Be in You on another Thursday night. Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you once again from my uh, my barracks room here in Rota, Spain. And uh, hopefully you can hear me really well. If you're watching this on a video, uh, that means one of two things. One, you're either watching it on YouTube, which uh, thank you. Um, please like, share, subscribe, and send it out to all your friends. Uh, it helps to get the uh, the message out. Um, as I've mentioned before, I'm not monetized. And same thing on Facebook. Uh, like, share, subscribe as much as you can. Um, leave comments below on both of those platforms. It's really helpful. Um, it's, it's, it's encouraging to me, and it also helps me to... Uh, you know, it just, it helps us to uh, question each other. You know, you got a question or a comment, uh, leave us some encouragement. That's always, that's always a good thing. So um, please, please do that. Um, it, it helps me to grow and uh, keeps me um, accountable as much as it can be, as you don't see the ends of my conversation, obviously, as you're watching this on a video. Um, uh, speaking of which, I'm thank, thankful for my brother that uh, talked to me yes, just yesterday, and we had a really good conversation, and I just want to, I'm thankful to the Lord for uh, good brothers in Christ. Um, but if you're listening, you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, I also appreciate that. In fact, I'm going to go over here. Um, let's see. Let's make sure that we're up and running. I think we are. And we are. We're up and running on the uh, on the recorder. Well, that's good. Uh, so you should be hearing me and uh, hearing me well on the on the, whatever platform you're listening to, whether that be iHeartRadio podcast, whether that be Apple podcast, oh, whether that be any of the pla- uh, podcast platforms. Uh, I believe I'm on all the major ones. Um, there's ones pop up every single day, but. And if you don't want to do that and you just want to go to one of the sites uh, like, you know, uh, let's see, uh, Anchor, uh, you can anchor.fm, I think, or something like that. Uh, that's one of my hosting sites. Another one of my hosting sites is podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Uh, you can look it up there. Let this mind be in you ministries podcast. Just type all that out and you should find it in the search engine. All right. Um, oh, one last thing. Also, if you, you want to get a hold of me, one of the best ways to do that is to send me an email. And you can send me an email to ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. And I try to get back and answer people 
as quickly as possible. So if you have uh, something you'd like to say, especially about tonight or any other of the videos, please reach out to me on there as well. Um, but it always helps to leave comments and the little, click the little like button and subscribe and the follow and all that kind of stuff. It helps to get the, uh, I guess, the algorithm uh, so people, more people can see the videos as they pop up. And, and that's really helpful. Um, just want to preach the word here and uh, just be a help I can't, as much as I can to the body of Christ to remember that we have the mind of Christ, as it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, in verse number 16, we have the mind of Christ, so let this mind be in you. And that's the name of uh, a verse. I mean, obviously it's in Philippians 2, 5, but also uh, the key verse that we like to go on here. And... Um, Anyways, tonight is going to be uh, the continuation of the book of 1 John. We're in chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4, and with that being said, um, I right off the bat in the first verse, it talks about try the spirits, try the spirits. Uh, there's a lot of falsehood that's out there. Uh, there's a lot of uh, false teaching, false doctrine all the time, and it has been since the beginning, uh, questioning the word of God. Uh be assured, brethren, that we have the Word of God for us in the English language. It's the King James Bible here. It's been preserved. God promised that, us that. There's not a whole bunch of different types of word, and you know, and, and this one's just as good as the other. I stand firm on the King James. I, I believe that, and there's a whole host of reasons. Um, it's been debated for years and years and years, but the Bible stands. The Bible stands. So, anyways, um, I'm getting notifications here, but it's not that important. I'm looking at my watch here. It's work, but it's not important. Okay. Uh, so first John chapter four, try the spirits. That's the name of uh, the study tonight in first John four. It's not coffee because I don't want to stay up too late and I don't have any decaf coffee, but it is water. Um, clean water, and I'm thankful for that. Nice and cold, too. Mm, good stuff. All right, uh, so first and foremost, we, the first verse in First John 4 starts out such, Beloved, believe not every spirit, little s spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Already a problem, even back in the first century, false prophets all over the place. Even when disciples were still alive, we have the disciple John here, and he's having to preach against the um, false doctrine that's already invading. Um, men have always been like that. They want things their way. Uh, they don't want to just go with the simplicity of the word and you know, follow, obey what God has told them to do. They always want to bring their own kinds of um, thoughts into it, their philosophies and, you know, uh, looking for a new thing always, and um, if you saw that short little video that I that I took of Claudia Belio Claudia, it's a Roman ruins uh, that was right here on the southern coast of Spain, uh, right on the Straits of Gibraltar, uh, well near the Straits of Gibraltar, and uh, as I mentioned in that video, you look at these man-made religions and 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 powerful empires that have just crumbled; They're, they've gone away. And uh, but the Bible remains uh, firm and steadfast, and it's true as the day that the Spirit inspired the writer uh, to pen it down. Um, it's preserved; it's the words of God, and uh, they will never fail, established forever. 
And um, the Bible even talks about how the word is even magnified above the name of God. It's incredible to even think about that. And we have the words to us. So let's follow them. Okay, but try the spirits. You know, I've always uh, I've talked about this several times on this channel that the little s spirit, I, I kind of relate that to not evil spirits, you know, like you would think of like uh, demons and so forth and so on. I, I look at this in the context of it. It seems to be man's way, his mind. Um, the little s spirit is the, the mind. Now, you could have a spirit of, of uh, you know, whatever. It's like your outward emotions and different things like that. It's, you know, you don't have a very good spirit right now. But really, that all starts in the, in the mind. If we have our own mind, the little s spirit, um, we're susceptible to all sorts of different things. And we're to try those spirits, whether they be true, by what? The word of God. Now, let's look into, um, uh, let's start, let's turn, we're going to turn quite a bit, a lot of places here. But I'm going somewhere with this. I'm going to do it as quickly as I can. 1 Corinthians chapter 16. If we turn over real quick to 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse number 13. And let's look at the first passage of Scripture here. 1 Corinthians chapter 16. What did I say? Yeah, in verse 13. Let's start there. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Stand fast in the faith. How do we do that? How do we stand fast in the faith? 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse number 5. So a few pages over. Uh, following along, please turn to these. If you have to pause the video to get there, that's fine. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 2 Corinthians 13 in verse number 5. It says here, examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. I brought this verse up before. Remember, I'm trying to put put across the what I believe is a kind of a theme that's playing all the way through this, that John is saying, are you in the faith? Are you in the faith? Uh, you're exuding these types of attitudes and, and not showing love and you're all these kinds of things. It's a serious thing. Are you in the faith? And I think John all the way through there. So as we see Paul talk about that in 2 Corinthians Chapter 13 and verse 5. And finally, um, go over to, well, go over to Colossians chapter 2 and verse 7. Um, I, I just wanted to talk about a few different things tonight, and it's going to come up. And, you know, again, I've taught about this before, right out of the Word of God. I, I just read the Bible for what it says. And I'm going to do it again tonight. And um, if, that, if that offends you, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just trying to tell you exactly what the Bible says. I'm, I'm here, I'm supposed to um, preach the word. That's it. I, I, if I tell you an opinion of mine, I'm really careful to always try to say, hey, this is my opinion or this is my thoughts on this thing. Um, it's based um, in biblical, I think, pr uh, principles, but I, I can't show you thus say it's the scriptures, you know. But if it says it right in the scriptures, I, I, I really don't know what to tell you about that. So anyways, uh, Colossians chapter 2 and verse number 7 says, Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving, as you have been taught. The word of God, these things, these letters that were to the church, us, okay, even though they were directed to the church at Colossae or the church at Philippi or so forth and so on, it's directed to us. It's been preserved in the word of God for us, and we have it now. 
So I just wanted to preface that with those verses. And let's look back at verse number one once more time. Where it says, believe not every spirit, beloved, excuse me, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out in the world. And that's a sound principle. It's biblical principle to try the spirits. By the way, you're also to try your spirit. Remember, I, I just talked about it being your mind. Is your mind lining up to his mind? Are you being conformed into the image of him? Are you dying daily? Uh, all things that my brother was just talking to me about, you know, encouraging me in. And um, I'm really thankful again, uh, Brother Aaron. Thank you very much for the uh, um, the talk yesterday. I, I really needed that uh, phone call. And um, anyways, but the sound doctrine that's there, you know, 2 Timothy 4.3. Um, I just quoted, I believe, 2 Timothy 4.2. Not that uh, long ago there, but 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 3. After Paul gets done telling him in verse 1, it says, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, see, after their own mind, how they want it, what they're going to do is this. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They're going to bring them teachers because they have itching ears. They want to hear what they want to hear. And uh, But we want to know what says the scriptures. We want to have the mind of Christ here. Um, and also Titus, just a, a, a couple pages over, probably just one page over for you. Uh, Titus 1 and verse 9 says, Holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. Look, I can't convince you because it has to be the Spirit convincing you. Uh, if you say, I don't believe these things to be such, I can't say anything in my own power that could convince you otherwise. I wish I could. There's some times where I wish I can convince myself. <laughs> it's like I know the truth. I know what I should be doing, and I still go in my own mind. I still let the flesh win. I, I, I don't allow myself to die to self. And, um, but as, I, as we're talking here, convince the gainsayers. I, the only way I can convince you is to give you the word of God and for that to find root in your heart. But in order for you to do that, you need to follow along. You need to study the scriptures yourselves. I hope this is making sense. This is all going somewhere here. Look at verse number two and three back in 1 John 4. It says, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. John was saying here, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to write down this, to say, the spirit of Antichrist that spirit of anti-Christ, and even the spirit of the Antichrist, which is, you know, Satan will indwell the body, uh, I believe, of the son of perdition, the man of sin. Um, the point is, is that he's going to do these things, but he's always had to have a man. He's always had to have that available because he doesn't know when Jesus is coming. But beyond that, let's get away from prophecy for just a second, Anybody that is 
teaching contrary to the mind of Christ, the word of God, is anti-Christ. Now, that's a strong statement. You may say, well, I, I don't know what to think about that. But it is anti-Christ to teach something contrary to the word of God. I'm not calling people, you are an anti-Christ. I'm saying that the actions, your, your, um, your, your words are anti-Christ. I'm not calling you the antichrist, okay? There's a, I, there's a difference, okay? I just want to clear that up, okay? But at the same time, if you go contrary to what this word says, you are being antichrist. And that is hard for me to even say sometimes. It's like, well, maybe you just don't know any better. And people may not. But once you start studying in, in the word of God and you, and you are born again, if you try to get your own spirit in the way, your own mind to overshadow that, it's just not enough that this is, okay, I got, it's got to be more to it. And you want to get your own mind involved, it's being anti-Christ. His word is truth. He is the word. It's truth. By the way, it's truth in love. Because of that love, he's given us the truth. Not only that, he's given us the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit within us that dwelleth within us. And we're going to see that even in this 1 John 4. And that's why I'm, I'm trying to wrap all, I'm tying this all together. Because remember, this is a letter. It's in context. I'm just showing these other scriptures to buttress, to enforce it more with the word of God. These things are true. But, you know, that thinking is still going on today. In, the, in that day, it was called uh, docetism. And the docetism type people believe that Jesus wasn't really in the flesh. You know, they, they may believe that, that Jesus is God and, and, and fully God. I don't, I don't know. But the, the term was docetism. I don't know. I looked it up. I, I had no idea that was called that. I had heard of Gnosticism. Uh, but I guess it's a form of Gnosticism, docetism, a lot of fancy words. However, it was early in the, in the church's history, I guess you would say. It's in the first century. There are already these false teachers that were teaching that Jesus Christ was not in a flesh form. He had not, um, he had not uh, took on the form of a servant, so to speak, you know, Philippians 2. That's what they believed. And, it, and John, again, was by the word of God, was, was saying that this is not true. Anybody that's saying that Jesus Christ is not come in the flesh is an antichrist. It's not true. But that docetism. But, folks, if you don't have to know what that word is or if that was even a thing to know that in the world there's already came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. There's Paul talking again how, how he's the chief of sinners. Howbeit, for this cause I obtain mercy. Amen. That in me, first Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern to them. Look up pattern in Hebrews for a good study there. Which should uh, pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Now unto the king eternal. Amen. Who is that? That's Jesus Christ. It's still speaking about Jesus. King eternal, immortal, invisible. Wait a minute. Jesus wasn't invisible. John said he saw him. See how there's no contradictions? If you try to make a, a mess of the Bible, it'll contradict. It's all over the place. If you have your mind, it'll be all sorts of contradictions. Have the mind of Christ. Now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, 
be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Invisible. Let's turn over real quick to 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6 in verse, starting in verse 14. Yep, verse 14. It says, it says here, that thou keep the commandments without spot. Un- uh, excuse me, I'm my... Am I looking for one second? Yeah, I'm in the right spot here. First Timothy six fourteen. Okay, yes, I'm sorry. Verse fourteen that thou keep this commandment without spot unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is which in his times he shall show who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords who also hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto whom no man hath seen, wait, nor can see, wait, to whom be honor and power everlasting, amen. Okay, strange. Let's also look, let's look back real quick to Isaiah chapter 6. Now, I'm saying all this to tell you that anytime you see God mentioned where it says, I've seen some God. The elders of, the, of Israel, when they were up on the mountain, saw God and trembled. They saw him. Um, anytime you see him, you're seeing Jesus. I, I don't know how else to say it. You see Jesus. Here's the thing. Who's the king of kings and lord of lords? We know in context that that verse we just read is Jesus. Okay? Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah Chapter 6, in verse number 5. Somebody else also saw the king, Isaiah. It's incredible. Here we go. Isaiah chapter 6, in verse number 5 says, Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of the people, of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. He saw Jesus. No man at any time has seen the Father, the soul. No one has seen the Spirit, clearly. They haven't seen him. Uh, But who have we seen? All the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9. Jesus. Anytime anybody sees God, it's Jesus. When we look on him face to face, when we're like him, as we've been talking through First John, we see Jesus. Wow. Let's, let's try to go through here. But look back on that study on dwelleth. Um, here's some verses for you, uh, just talking about this uh, concept of dwelling. Uh, John 14, 10 through 17, we were over there earlier. Acts 7, verse 48, and Acts 17, verse 24. Romans 8, 11. 1 Corinthians 3, 16. 2 Timothy 1, 14. Second John, which we'll get to after we uh, finish First John one and verse two. Second John one verse two, and Colossians two nine. Now let's keep reading here, and we're going to finish it up. I, I hope this is driving home the point. Are are you in the faith? This is the spirit of truth. Are you getting in the way? All these different things that we that the Bible is talking about down through here. This is spirit of truth. Now. No man at any time, or it says, no man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected, made complete in us. 
Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us. Boy, what does that sound like? Sounds like John 14 to me. Because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. If you believe that Jesus is fully God, and that God, that God, excuse me, that God, not that God, but that God humbled himself, took on the form of a servant, was fully God still, but still fully man, and died on a cross for your sins and mine, the sins of the entire world, as the Bible says, to make access, make a way for access for us to have our sins obliterated, cleansed completely, put under the blood. However you want to say it biblically, that's what happened. If you put your faith in him and him alone, his work, the death, burial, resurrection, You couldn't do any of that. He did it for you. That's why it says when you humble yourself, when you, with a contrite heart, know that my righteousness is no good. In me is no good thing. I am undone. I'm unclean. I'm undone. Surrender your will to his. And his will is that he's not willing that any should perish. He's not willing that that should happen. He's made the way simple, but the pride of life, this pride that's within man, will hinder them from spending eternity in the presence of the creator God and instead spend eternity in the lake of fire. When death and hell are cast into the lake of fire at that last day and he makes all things new, Eternity is forever. Remember I talked about that in that little video that it's this thing here that they thought was a God. It crumbled and fell apart, done away. You're not, your mind, if it's on the temporal, the things that are temporary, those are only temporary. Eternity is forever. I pray that you get that settled tonight. If you're watching this at whatever time of the day it is and you want to talk to me, reach out at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Figure out how to get a hold of me, and I'd love to talk to you. Christian, child of God, church of the living God, if if you are saved, you have the mind of Christ, we need to be about this, the word, and stop being about our own spirit. Herein, verse number 17, I think I, I think I read 16, but it, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. The, here it is, because as he is, so are we in this world. Wow. We are complete. Not, the flesh hasn't been, you know, we know this, we've still got corruption on us. We still are waiting for that blessed hope, the catching away, the when the dead in Christ shall rise and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up, the catching away. It will be changed in the moment in a twinkling of an eye. 
we're waiting on that still. But we no longer have a dead spirit, dead mind. We can know things if we just surrender our mind to his. It's because we, had, we were dead in trespasses and sins, but he has made us alive, born again, so that now we are body, soul, and spirit. That body still remains to be redeemed. Don't get, him, get it wrong. But if you were walking around, you made the decision, and you came to the end of yourself and said, it's, it's your finished work, your, your sacrifice, your blood. Uh, if you've done that, you're still walking around alive, physically speaking, until you keel over or we're caught up. Uh, but there's three members again. I just think that's really interesting because as he is, so are we not going to be, so are we in this world. That's why I believe in eternal security because as he is, so are we in this world. Our spirit has been bought. We've been bought. We're a purchased possession. He had the, the down payment, so to speak, of the Holy Spirit. He gave that to him. The word's escaping right now. The biblical word is escaping right now, but he was made um, What is that word where you put down on uh, money on a house? Oh, boy, the, wor- the word's escaping me right now. I'll think about it as soon as I turn this video off. I know I will, but... Um, Anyways, but that's the point. He's purchased you. He has bought you with a price, the price of his blood. He did that for you. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. If you're, with, if you're undone, if you're without Christ right now, it's a very fearful place to be. It's not too late. We love him because he first loved us. There's, Rom- There's Romans 5, 8 for you. But God committed his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. If any man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment hath we from him that we that he who loveth God love his brother also. That's how it's going to play out. If it's not, it doesn't mean you're not saved. It just, ooh, it should convict you right away. Like, ooh, I'm in the flesh right now. And get back surrendered. Die daily. Die to self. Be conformed to the image of his dear son. Be conformed to him every single day. And that's it. I know I went over a little bit longer than I, than I did before, but I just wanted to get all that in. I wanted to get all that in on the, on the study here. And um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any of that kind of stuff, I'd love to hear from you. L-T-M-B-I-Y at yahoo.com or really quickly down in the comments section below. Go check out the videos that I talked about in here. Love you in the Lord. God bless you. Have a great day, evening, whatever it could be in the Lord. Have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ, but let this mind be in you. That's what I meant to say. Loving the Lord. God bless you. Good night. See you next time, Lord willing.
and we'll finish up first john love you